1: Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? ready? Ready. Quiet numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. This is the Bob and Jeff Show starring
2: Bob Lutz. What do you want me to be? Sister. Here are the choices. This guy. Jeff, how are you? You look good today. Did you trim your eyebrows?
3: I like. I like.
2: Jeff Lutz. It's not really about sense of humor. It's about whether I want to humor you. Do I? Not really. 97.5 in 1240 KFH. I
1: heartily endorse this event. For
2: Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to a Tuesday edition of the Bob and Jeff Show on KFH Radio. I'm Bob Lutz. Jeff Lutz is along as my co-host, 869-1240. The phone number, uh, you had a day yesterday with Duda. How'd that go? It went all right. He was one of the, he's kind of low energy again. I, it seems, I don't What's know. What's the deal? Does he not have the energy when he's with you? That must be it. I don't know what the deal is. But well, I've never, I've not noticed and i've not noticed that when we're together really goes through the motions and kind of lets me carry it for whatever reason you can well i engage him you've got to be engaged i engage him plenty no you got to have good We talked hockey. we talked his uh he doesn't like talking hockey not current hockey hockey when he was growing up i didn't like that you didn't listen to it either he likes talking uh, with me about anything i don't think so oh we get along great so do so do we well, you just said he didn't have any energy. He's low energy. He didn't have, he had some, just not enough. 869-1240, uh, as right I now. said. Uh, he's fine. He gets it. He's uh, he's all good. He probably is listening. And he probably doesn't care. Well, that's okay if he doesn't care. Sure is. Uh, did you watch, uh, I should never start a sentence like that with you. I was looking forward to watching the Houston-Iowa State game last night. And it did not disappoint uh, until I eventually checked out of it when Houston went up by eleven. I didn't, I didn't get home till around eight, and then I kind of took. Well, it Well, the easy game from started there. at eight, uh, so that would have been a perfect time to tune it in. But I, I'm saying I kind of took it easy after that because well, uh, yeah, is is watching a game not taking it I easy? I don't need to watch a game. There you go. You just you've just said what everybody's if been waiting for you easy, to say. And it, it's a shame, really. If I'm taking it easy, I probably am not watching a game. Uh, the Cougars win it at home, although Iowa State's good. Uh, I will dare say this. Both of those teams are Final Four caliber. Iowa State will not get to the no, final. No, I four. think they are Final Four No, caliber. they aren't because uh, they, they play well on the road. They're good, but they're so much better at home. Well, uh, everybody's so much better at home. Yeah, but they have a distinct they advantage. Want it, uh, let's see. Let me look at. Iowa State they're not they're gonna lose a game they shouldn't in the tournament like they always do No, I like that team I like that team a lot that's great and you never watch them, so. Yeah, but I know history but, but no and here's you just the thing. pop off here's the thing I actually watch these games yeah but I actually know who wins tournaments and Iowa State doesn't they lost at Oklahoma they lost uh, at BYU they lost at Baylor and they lost at Houston None of those are embarrassing losses. They won at Cincinnati, they won at Texas, and they won at TCU. Uh and so that's that's not bad. Yeah, they're good. They'll probably be a two or three seed in the in the tournament. Uh, and what I'm telling you is that I think they could potentially be better than that. I and I, I believe I like that You believe it. I like, those are the in my opinion, those are the two best teams in the Big Twelve this year. We had this big conversation, Duda and I. No, not, but the, not, the two of you talking yesterday. about basketball, not yesterday. It's like me talking about uh, physics. But none of these teams that never win it are going to win it. They're just not because they don't. Well, I don't. I don't agree with UConn you. UConn wins tournaments. KU wins tournaments. I don't Duke agree with you. I think some of these teams have a good shot. They don't. Uh, there, there's well, we'll talk to Jerry Palm about this coming up. Well, Jerry Palm, and is he'll gonna... make you feel. Here's what you'll say to Jerry Palm. Um, mid, 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 well, yeah mid, because Jerry mid, Palm mid, 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 Mr Mr Palm on, well, on G- Tuesday's show I said I said I was and, you, and you'll sound I'm like not, a complete no, the, the interview isn't about me but I'll get ask me a question no, like No no yeah, Jerry Palm will uh, But ask will me a palm question you. like I like am you you Jerry Palm. Palme? The basketball. Like ask me a question you like I because your hands aren't big enough. I don't care. Ask me a question no, I'm like not, I'm Jerry Palm. I'm talking I'm, I'm talking to you. Ask me. No. Well, my uh, third-degree metric system shows that uh, certainly Iowa State. So now you're making fun of Jerry. I Paul. absolutely. And you is. know what? I'm gonna Max. I want you to play that as we go into the interview. He wouldn't. We're not here to do that. That's not this show. We make well, fun no. of people. No, when you make fun of a person who's not able to defend himself. we make himself, fun of everybody. Well, but but you normally they're able to defend themselves. But I don't really think that. So if you start mocking Jerry Palm and he's in indiana i I have my protractor out and i believe that yes, he uses a protractor (laughs) you sound like a moron (laughs) i'll remember that when you go against baseball analytics all summer no i don't i don't mind analytics i think they have a place jerry palms a bracketologist like anybody else He's got a Certainly their, uh, their, their, their number of quad two you know, wins. You can only try that. And their you can only try neutral that a site of times. victories. When it's not funny, just give it up. But I'm saying all the eye tests and the metrics can show you one thing. History will show you another. And until someone unexpected wins one of these tournaments. Well, we always get teams that are unexpected. No, we don't. Look at over the last 30 years. It's been North right. Carolina, Villanova, KU, Duke no one else has uh Kentucky So Vill- Villanova's expected Haven't they won like 3 or at least 2 They're they're expected now Yeah they're All in right. that they're in that mix Here we go Are you ready 30 years You're going to sound like a moron 30, give UConn, me th- Kansas, Baylor. Were they, ex- were they Baylor, expected? Baylor, I'll give you. Virginia, were they expected? They were. There's two of the last four. They were a number one seed were two years expected? in a row. Yes. No, they weren't. A, what if Iowa State's a, a, a number one? one seed two years in a row? Villanova, Virginia- North Carolina, Villanova, Duke, UConn, Louisville, Kentucky, Connecticut, Duke, North Carolina, Kansas, Florida, not expected. North Carolina, UConn, Syracuse, Maryland, Michigan State, not expected. Uh, Arizona. I mean there's all kinds of unexpected. And there's two or three in the thir- in 30 years. This uh, year it will be an unexpected it team. It will not. It'll be Duke, Yukon, Arizona. It won't be Duke. North Carolina, Kansas or Yukon. It will be it will not be it could be Yukon. Uh, it won't be Duke. It won't be Arizona. It will be the final four teams right now. Right yours down. Because you'll have, I got them in oh, my brain. Kansas and so- <laughs> you'll sound like a... Well, San Diego State made the title yeah, game last right. year. But what happened? Lost. And Florida Atlantic made the Final Four. Right. Teams make the Final so Four, here, but here they don't win here is my it. Final Four for this year. Are you ready? Sure. Because uh, this one's going to blow your mind. Well, you can have it. And when you fill out a bracket and it's the same suspects and you lose all your money, uh, don't come crying to me. UConn. Oh, there's. You're Houston, really out on a limb with that one. Iowa State. Iowa State. And as my fourth team in, uh, I'm going to pick. Boy, that's a tough one. I'm going to pick. St. Mary's. <laughs> All right. As my dark horse. I don't care about St. Mary's. UConn, Houston. I don't Iowa care about State, St. Mary's. Listen. You're going to want to hear this. That's a great Final Four. Right. I don't care about St. Mary's. I don't care about Houston. I don't care about UConn. If you if Iowa State gets to the Final Four, I'll eat anything you want. All right, Max, you heard it. And that's a guarantee. You heard it, Max. Exclamation point on that one. You, well, you get a dead skunk in the middle of the road. I'll eat something that's edible. No, no, a dead skunk. I'd prefer not to die, so no, I'm not going to do that. Uh... Max, write that one down because that one's that's that's what I'm going with. It's big. I like I like Iowa State. I've liked them all year, and I watch plenty of games. I watch. You don't watch, but I'm not going to watch Iowa State and Houston. I don't get that. That's I have no I have have no investment in that game whatsoever. It's fun to watch. Good. That's like saying I'm not going to watch the World Series uh, because my team's not. But I have an investment in baseball. Well, I have an investment in college basketball. He has, okay, that's great, because I like watching good teams. I I don't like watching. But you're not going to watch games. I I'm I'm going to invest in that game. But if the Celtics and Nuggets were playing, then I don't you care. might you might don't care exactly. Don't, don't, don't want to watch about the NBA. You don't want to watch. Great and they basketball. gave us another reason not to care Sunday. It's a joke. The NBA has become a joke. Why? Two hundred and eleven to one eighty six. Really? Okay, well, they play f- what, uh, flag a, football what's in the Pro Bowl. purpose? What's the purpose? There is no purpose. Do they charge money to go? Just like there's no purpose they, for any All-Star game. Do they game. charge money to go? I don't know. I've never been. But wh- but, but do they? I, I don't what, know for you, sure. So you're defending that atrocity? Well, just like I would. I don't care. It's like that's no, not no. indicative. Are you defending it? If you want an all-star game to be representative of the game that is played night in and night out, then you're then you're barking up is the wrong tree. Is it baseball that way? Yeah, but it's impossible not to be. Why 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 can't why don't they just have a pitching machine in baseball? Not worry about arms. Well, maybe they should. No, they shouldn't. No, they should. Well, there's nothing on the line, so what's the, the point? The Major League Baseball All-Star Game has meaning. No, it doesn't. Those teams are trying to beat each other. Mm, they're just playing. The when they game. go to bat, they're trying to hit the ball out of the park. When they're pitching, they're trying to make sure they get out. Or they'll groove when they're one. They're playing to... defense. They're trying to make great plays. Or they'll groove one to no, whatever players retiring one. that year. Nobody like grooves they did with one. Ripken and like Why don't they... you just go ahead and and criticize your beloved NBA because there's nothing to criticize. Oh, they put the ball in the basket too much. Did you watch that game? No, Indiana? I'm not going to watch an all-star game because I know this well, is going to be. Well, you see that every night with the Indiana Pacers. I know this is going to be. They don't play defense anytime. Oh, my goodness. There's too much scoring. What, who, what else do we complain they about? They don't that? even try guarding anybody. The Pacers Carl Anthony fine. Towns scored 50 points. He played 25 minutes or something, and he took 35 shots. Yeah. And they're, he they're shot get- it. They're getting up and down on the All-Star they're game. Try, they're giving him the, – what is that? Why? Because nobody cares of the outcome, of the score. Then why are people so critical of it? Because they're idiots. So if you're a paying customer – Did you watch the skills competition? No. No. Couldn't I care th- less. I thought that was fun. Couldn't care Pacers less. Pacers I, I don't get into the NBA. And, and because you're into it so much, I'm getting out of it. You know what? You can get out of it. It was a nice, and I'm not ever saying I'm leaving the Pacers because I'm not. No, you are. I will never. You will. I never will. Oh, you absolutely will. But <laughs> I am so locked Let in on baseball you. right now that it's not even funny. There, is, there are few guarantees in life, and I wish Doodle was there right you now. Can, you can say whatever you, you will want. will not be with the Pacers in heart and spirit. You may say it on this show. But in heart you're already backing off. No, I'm not. I'm so into baseball. I am. I, I what well, about if you were into if you were truly into the Pacers? A lifelong uh love and commitment would Trump Where's Duda. Oh, I I can't wait for Duda. Because this is so you. No, it's not. Uh it's going to be harder for me during baseball season to keep up with the Pacers, like I have been for the first two well, thirds it's not of their even baseball season. season yet, and you're backing off. I'm not backing off. You just said I am so into. You don't know even more? Had a spring training game, and you're like, well, yeah, I'm but I, there, news coming out. They're what reporting new, what news is every, coming out? every day. There's news. Give me a bit of news about the guard. A- every day give there's a, news. Give me a heard snippet. today that uh, Kyle Manzardo was taking reps with the st- with the starting <laughs> infield. So that's big. <laughs> and that trumps. The regular season efforts of the Indiana. Fortunately, or fortunately, yes, it does. well oh, this is so predictable. Why this is so predictable? With the, okay, I'll ask you. Uh, on September twelfth, or whatever, the Raider, the Raiders are playing. I mean, it's it's impossible to compare because it's not spring yeah, training. It's not. It's not but what do you care about more? It's not even the comparable. reports out of Bradenton there, the or. There's you guys? no there's no line to be drawn. But what's what I do you care about more? That I'm oh I'm just uh, I'm just in I'm, Oh, so you just wasted eight years of your life? No, I was I was a Raiders fan. Okay, but well, what did you like the Cardinals? What did you care about more? Well, it depends on Def- if the Cardinals are in the uh, Out of Jupiter, Florida, or the Raiders playing in the Super Bowl. Which would you truly care about more? Well, I'd care about the Super Bowl. Really? Yeah, over spring training? That's insane. Of course you, I you, would. I don't even think you believe that course I would. And for you to now back off. I didn't get on this show and just profess my undying love. Nor have I, but I going to watch every game. I'm gonna I pretty much have. Well not now apparently. Apparently well, you are back off. All I said was it's going to be their next game, Thursday. Who do they play? I don't know. You don't even know. Nor nor You'll, do I know the second series of the year for the Guardians. I, I only know that they're opening in Oakland. Because I, I've this because is one I've of heard those it. times I wish Duda was listening. Well, Duda has in. nothing to say, because oh, you're just. Oh, he'd have a lot to say about you're this. You're such a just gas slider and just. I am. Yes. Wanting Duda to call? There's no. You're not. You. Your argument is not based in any facts. It's fact. based on complete it's straight emotion, and you're trying to poke holes. At so, who are your final four teams now that you're no longer into the NBA? Who do you have? I'm not not into the NBA. That's what I've heard. Go ahead. Who well, are your you've final heard wrong. four teams? Uh, Virginia, Baylor, (laughs) Michigan State. and (laughs) Michigan State? And uh, who was the other unexpected one you listed? Syracuse. (laughs) No, really. Who are your final four? I don't know. See, you said you had them off the top of your head. No, but I know those aren't going to be the final four teams. Someone unexpected is going to slip through. But the winner of the tournament will be a team that, oh, wow, nobody's shocked. I don't know about that. I look forward to seeing how many of my four. I'm going to write this down. What's the date? February 20th. And I have the right to change it on March 1 and also on Selection Sunday. Really? Yep. You, so, get, you can yeah, change can, it twice? I can change it twice. Based on what? Based on if I change my mind. So my early final four on February 20th. For those of you who want to write it down, listen, I have a great track record in this stuff. (laughs) UConn, Houston, Iowa State, St. Mary's. Why St. Mary's? They haven't lost in a year. Okay, well, they play in the West Coast Conference. Yeah, with Gonzaga. Who isn't that good this year? Uh, St. Mary's has a – how many games have they won in a row? They did lose to Missouri State. But since then, they've won 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 13 games in a row. Uh, They beat Gonzaga. They beat Santa Clara. They beat San Francisco. Um, They're pretty good. They just put up 103 on Pepperdine. Their losses were early. They started pretty slowly. They beat New Mexico in their opener. Lost to Weber State, San Diego State, Xavier, Utah, and Boise State. They were, at one point this year, they were three and five. Is this even a team that now gets in the tournament? they're 21 and six. Seven losses? Three and five to 21 and six. Randy Bennett's a remarkable coach. They got it going on. Yeah, St. Mary's is fine. Well, he's been there a long time. Here's what we have on the show today. Taylor Eldridge, Wichita Eagle, joins us at 225. Um, I don't know what to think of the Shockers, but we'll get Taylor's latest thoughts. Uh, Wichita State at home tomorrow against Tulsa. Then they have Temple coming in over the weekend. They have one more road trip. Uh, well, they have a then a road trip and then a home game and then a uh I don't know I don't know they they're, they they the season at Tulane playing an eight o'clock game on Friday night. Yeah, that's tough. I don't get that. I don't really either. I can't explain it. But they have uh, Tulsa Temple. Uh, UAB. UAB. Rice at home and at and at Tulane, uh, so they should go three and two, but at whether least. they do or not, you don't know. Yeah, I mean, hopefully, Tulsa's much better. Uh, that one's that one's up for grabs. Is are they? In my opinion, yeah, they're but they're not bad. Tulsa's not bad. What's their record in the conference right now? I don't care. You know, I'm, you're gonna ask me that question. Yeah. Well, I, I don't because know. I don't know that they aren't bad. They're not bad. I, listen. I'm the. Can we at least establish that I'm the college basketball yeah, guy? Yeah, but your your definitions of some of these words really ir- irks me sometimes. Tulsa's thirteen and twelve, four and nine in the conference. They're bad. They're not great, but they beat Wichita State earlier. Everybody beat Wichita State. Uh, they 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 lost four in a row after that win, but those were to Florida Atlantic, North Texas, UAB, and South Florida. All of those teams are good, and Tulsa's not yet at their level. But Tulsa is at Wichita State's level, and that game's being played at Coke Arena tomorrow night, 8 o'clock tip. I was very impressed by Charlotte. Charlotte looked good. Did you watch that ball game? Yeah, I don't know if I was impressed. Did you watch that ball Yes, game? I watched the game. I, I'm going to need verification. Can you have your wife call in? I don't think she cares what I do, but can she call in to verify that at eleven o'clock S- Sunday morning you were watching that What ballgame? else was I going to be doing? I don't know were you what- what happened? They lost now tell me take me through the ebb and flow of the game uh Wichita State started slow they were down ah, double you digits could have read that double digits early they it seemed like they were down double digits for most of the game All right on that note, we'll take a break. Taylor Eldridge from the Wichita Eagle will join us. We'll have a game earlier than normal today at 2.45. In hour number two, we'll talk to Mays South boys coach Joe Jackson. Senior night for Mays South tonight. They're hosting campus uh, with a chance to go to 19-0 for the Mays South Mavericks. Back in a minute.
4: Failed.
2: KFH. Taylor Eldridge with us. Taylor, welcome.
5: Hey, thanks for having me back on.
2: Well, you know, we we talked to the higher-ups, and they said, go ahead and do it, so here you are. Um, I appreciate it. We talked to you you fairly recently about the Shockers, and I don't know what can be added to our uh, state of confusion, uh, but still this team is not showing us a whole lot. And uh, I don't know what to think about it. I thought the game the other day at Charlotte, they lacked energy at the start and then kind of kind of uh, wove their way into that game a little bit, played with a little more effort and energy, but they weren't going to come back after digging that deep of a hole. Uh, th- there's just such a fine line for this basketball team, and they've really not been able to figure that out all season, have they?
5: Yeah, I mean, uh, when you look at the pieces that they're working with, yeah, just not a lot of, uh, you know, not a high margin for error. You know, they're just trying to thread the needle. And because of the lack of shooting, uh, you know, they're just playing, uh, you know, a different game than a lot of teams because, you know, the floor has shrunk for them so much because, you know, defenses don't have to pay attention to really anybody other than uh, Colby Rogers on the perimeter. So that's, uh really makes life difficult for them. And then when you throw in, the unforced turnovers and the missed free throws like that stuff is just killer. So, yeah, I mean, they're, uh, they're, they're definitely better than their record uh, more talent than their record. But yeah, I mean, when you do, uh, when you come up uh, short and, you know, unforced errors, you know, so often, you know, it's not going to lead itself to very many uh, wins. So, you know, the schedule down the stretch, you know, they, they could turn this thing around. They, they play for the bottom I think five or six teams, uh, three of them at home. So, you know, there is a glimmer of hope, you know, to get the momentum before conference tournament. But at this point, you know, it's hard to imagine this team, you know, winning four games in four days or, or you know, the impossible five in five days at the conference tournament.
2: So I was on with Duda yesterday, and we were just talking about it And I know – that uh B. John Cortez is on the team and he's he's starting. But uh, they basically went through a recruiting cycle and did not end up with a point guard. They offered several uh, transfers and went through the portal and everything like that. And, uh, and again, I know they have T.J. Williams coming in, but is it possible that they won't solve this problem going into next year? I mean, could they strike out again?
5: I mean, that's tough to know. I mean, it's uh... – you know, a lot of the recruiting isn't done until the, the transfer portal season. So, you just have to wait and see, you know, what opportunities uh, come up. Uh, you know, a lot of that stuff we won't find out until after the season. So, uh, it'll be interesting to me to see, you know, what this coaching staff does. And some of that's obviously out of their control. You know, players can obviously, you know, leave in the portal if they like. Uh, but just to see how much roster turnover there is because a lot of these guys can come back. You know, Jacob Germany, who's not in the rotation, Dalen Original, uh, they're the two that are for sure gone, uh, no more eligibility, but everybody else can come back. So how much roster turnover uh, happens with this team, uh, that's going to be something interesting to monitor to see if WSU tries to run it back with this group and just rely on, you know, that experience is going to help them turn the corner because, you know, you look at the, the two and eleven record is obviously, you know, uh pretty unimaginable for WSU fans. But, you know, I think seven of those losses, you know, they've been uh in in one possession games, you know, the last three minutes. So they're last three or four minutes. So uh they're they're not far away. But uh, you know, from from the days of, you know, getting to NCAA tournaments and, you know, at large bids and competing for championships, those days are, you know, they feel like a, a long distant memory at this point. So it will be interesting to see what happens with this roster at the end of the season for sure.
2: Talking now with Taylor Eldridge from the Wichita Eagle, you mentioned it uh, really only two players that we know won't be back next year. Everybody else with eligibility. How do you walk that tight tight rope if you're Paul Mills and you have uh, this kind of, how does that, how does that function Uh, with this many players who could return uh, the transfer portal is available for uh players to come in and go out uh how do how is that how does the transfer portal change uh the way coaches approach their rosters that's yeah, way I mean, too that's general a of a to... question but you know what i'm you know what I'm getting at how how yeah, ruthless I mean, can something... a coach be
5: yeah I mean it's something that I'd be curious to ask uh Paul mills about because you know when he was building oral roberts the transfer portal was a thing, but it wasn't as prominent as it is today. And, uh, uh, you know, NIL has obviously changed the game as well. So, like, how much do those two things impact how you can build a roster? Because, you know, if this was six, seven years ago, yeah, you could say, yeah, I mean, okay, we have a roster. A lot of these guys will be back next year. Well, you know, in in 2024, that's just not – anywhere close to a certainty, even if you want all these guys back, you know, some of them could leave for other opportunities, you know, if they're uh, not satisfied in Wichita, but I think the big part for WSU, I think, uh, you know, I think they have players who can contribute to winning, but like right now, like their roles, they're like over overextended in their roles. You know, I think Xavier Bell could be a really nice piece for a team, but, you know, when you're asking them to do this much, you know, then he gets overstretched. You know, Harlan Beverly, the same thing. You know, Colby Rogers, you know, this is one of the best three-point shooters in the conference, but because he literally has no one else to space the floor with them, you know, every time he comes off a ball screen, he's looking at three, four defenders and uh, has no spacing, uh, no real playmaker to, you know, uh, they just very rarely are able to get him catch and shoot looks, you know, off uh, off of screens and stuff like that. So, uh, you know he could be really good. You know Quincy Ballard could be dominant. I think if you had a point guard and spacing, or like a point guard to find him on lobs uh, and rolls, and the spacing to to you know improve that. Um, so I think they have pieces, but yeah, you're going to have to bring in. I think if they're going to turn the corner next year and be uh, much more competitive and start winning games, you're 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 definitely going to have to bring in some different pieces and. Then the question is, okay, do those uh, guys, you know, uh, Harlem Beverly, Xavier Bell, uh, Kenny Foto, guys like that, uh, do they accept, you know, different roles next season? So it's definitely a complicated thing. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how it plays off, plays out. But uh, I I think uh, I would expect WSU to be active in the portal. uh, But we'll just have to see, you know, after the season, just how active they'll be, depending on how many players, you know, uh, potentially leave. Um, and then just what, what's available in the portal, too.
2: So, how badly do you think uh, the American needs anybody but Florida Atlantic to win the conference tournament? And, you know, Florida Atlantic hasn't come in and been this powerhouse that we expected, but it seems like they're still holding on to an at large bid, maybe barely. Uh, but I don't know that Charlotte is or South Florida. These teams are ranked in the 100s and Ken Palm. SMU's kind of high up there, but I'm not really sure about their resume. Is it is is it a, a two bid league? Uh, just if any chance Florida Atlantic doesn't win it,
5: yeah. I mean, I think uh, it just depends on how the this uh, final stretch. You know, five games left. Uh, FAU has a pretty challenging schedule. You know, they they play SMU, Memphis, North Texas. Uh, I think Memphis again. So, you know, those are four. You know, the better teams uh, in the conference. So, you know, if they take like you know two or three more losses. Uh, that at large bid suddenly becomes you know a lot tighter and uh, and maybe it does become a one bid league. It feels like this happens almost every year you know with the American where they come in they they're hoping for three uh, and then they feel you start a conference play okay we got two and then they just uh, you know kind of cannibalize each other and uh, knock each other down and then at the very end it becomes a one or two bid league. So uh, that's what it's looking like right now. I mean South Florida and Charlotte are you know uh in conference play they have proven themselves to be the two best teams in this conference so uh it's pretty interesting to see because you know no one saw this coming from either of those two squads and uh i think uh yeah going forward i think if the american wants two in uh you need someone other than ford atlantic but it's not like they can mess around and lose in the first round i think you almost have to you know get them to sunday get them to that championship game and then uh uh, and then uh, have, you know, Charlotte, South Florida, Memphis, whoever uh, win that championship game to get two in. But, yeah, it's uh, they thought they could get, you know, three, maybe four in at the start of the season. And now it's looking like, yeah, one for sure. And then uh, two maybe if there's a different conference tournament champion.
2: Taylor Eldridge with us. I want to ask you about baseball in a minute. But I was curious to see uh, the comments from Rick Patino that he's never had a less enjoyable season coaching. Penny Hardaway, who's uh beside himself that he can't get his players at Memphis to compete uh harder, stronger. Is this a is this a concern uh, across college basketball or are these isolated cases?
5: Man, I think it's uh you look at the the increase in the transfer portal and uh you know those teams are too teams that were thrown together in the portal. And I think that's kind of the risk that you run if you're trying to, you know, make it, make it work for one season. And uh, you know, I, which I'll say it's kind of a blend, you know, they have, uh, uh, you know, a handful of returners back from the program last season. Then you, you mix in some transfers, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's the concern for coaches everywhere is that, you know, kind of what we were talking about earlier, you know, the, the team building aspect has changed, so much in college basketball you know gone are the days where you could you know rely on you know bringing in a good freshman class and then just building them up you know through the years and then sprinkling in you know maybe you get a grad transfer one year or a juco guy um you know now it's uh, you know you're bringing in four five six uh portal guys every year it's hard to get those guys to come together hard to get the chemistry going so i think that is a concern across the country which is how teams are being built uh, in, in you know modern-day college basketball now.
2: Final moments here with Taylor Eldridge. I do want to talk a little bit about baseball. They went to Little Rock, uh, knocked the cover off the ball, scored 36 runs in those three games. They have, what, uh, one, two, three, seven guys with an OPS over 1,000 uh, after those three games. They're in Jacksonville, Florida this week to play Virginia, Auburn, and Iowa. Virginia and Iowa Iowa both ranked in the top 20. This will be an interesting early season test for them, won't it?
5: Yeah, I mean it's uh you I think WSU they go into the sink and they have nothing to lose, you know, they're going to be the the underdog in all three of those games and uh you know, if they get just one win, that would be uh a nice it's kind of like, you know, Shocker softball last weekend, they they went into a very similar tournament against nationally ranked teams. They came away with one win. And uh, they felt great about it. So I think baseball is kind of in the same situation. You know, obviously that, that opening series was uh, very encouraging, you know, for the uh, Brian Green air to start with, you know, to win 32-5, uh, you know, the first two days. And, you know, they almost had that third one for the sweep. But uh, I think they're going into it with the same mindset where, you know, they're the underdogs. We can play loose, play free. And uh, see. let's see what happens. So, um, yeah, I think if they just come away with a win from that, uh, they'll be feeling good.
2: Taylor, we appreciate it. You're on the golf course today. This is the day you should be out there.
5: I uh, know. No golf. We're, we're going the rest of the week, <laughs> though. Don't worry. We'll be out there.
2: There you go. Thank you, Taylor. All right. Thank you. I have a question for you. No, I don't want to ask it. No, go ahead. If just makes me mad. No, I'm not going to ask it. I'll I'll ask, go, no, will, will it make you mad? I'd probably. What's it about? League 42, sort of. Uh, Be careful. Yeah, I'm not going to ask it. No, no. Make that step. I don't want you to yell at me. What is what's it involve about leaked? Okay, that USA Today article printed your salary. How did you feel about that? No mind. Okay. It's public we're non profit, it's public uh, knowledge. I know. Why? What was your reaction? I was like, wow. <laughs> did I make that much? Kinda, yeah. I didn't know I hardly make anything. You make more than I do at channel twelve. I got a tougher job than you do. I got to piece together three or four jobs to. Do you understand? No, no. Let's not get crazy here. Do you know what most uh, people in my, with my job I know it's probably lower than a Executive director of a nonprofit. Six figures? Yes. I'm not even halfway to a six figure. I get it. So don't, don't be leaving the impression. Can you, are you still allowed to get uh, social security benefits? Yeah, of course, and, I am. All right. Well, I won't alert anybody. What do you mean, don't alert anybody? I'm I'm 60, almost 69 years old. Well, you're making millions for crying out loud. Why do you care? I don't. All right, I'm uncomfortable. No, uncom- no, this I'm was obviously on your mind. No, I just. Uh, You're actually grilling me now about my salary. No, I was just curious. You know, I did League 42 for four years without a salad. I was just Wait curious. Wait a minute. Do you know that? No. And the board said, we got to pay you. Uh, this isn't right. And I reluctantly agreed. And that's what happened. I don't care. I was just. No, curious. You're, you've made a big deal of no, it. Now. I, was just, I make big deals of things that I'm curious about, but it doesn't mean that I would I ever feel ask way... you about your salary. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, you would. No, I wouldn't. I told you the starting. Yeah, you told me. But you would have been. I'm sure you asked. No, I don't. I don't I was, ask when people I was what starting a job. But you're my dad. I don't care. What are you gonna do? Disown no, I don't care What you make? It's about that. <laughs> What do you mean? About what you make. That's about what I make at Channel 2. I think it might be the well, same. Well, you're... you're uh, listen, I'm severely underpaid if that's... Well, okay. I, I feel like it too, but what are you going to do? I don't even... I don't do this to make money. Uh, all right, Max. It is... Time to on that note... You glad we have that conversation? Well, terrible thing I told right you I, I didn't want to ask it. It just amazes me where you go sometimes. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a curious person, sort of. Well, you, well, you, you saw the number. Yeah. Well, wh- so what? I was just wanted your reaction. Don't, don't care. Okay. What's then the I don't. Game? Then I don't care. I've got, uh, I've got Cardinals players, and I'm going to give you two of their categories. You're going to have to add them up and tell me what the, you think the total is. Hmm. And they're not going to be the conventional categories. Well, I don't know how I'll do it this. Oh, we'll say you got to get within 100. Well, let's go. What, what's the question? Stan Musial, steals plus strikeouts. Steals plus strikeouts. Yeah. For Stan, the man. And he played 20 years. 22 years, I believe. Uh, so he probably struck out in the neighborhood of 11, 1200 times because he didn't strike out very often. He probably stole 100 bases. I'll say 1,300. Seven seventy-four. What? He struck out fewer times than I thought. S- 78 steals, 696 that's strikeouts. That's amazing. Isn't that crazy? Like 35. We put the bat on the ball. Yeah, well, guys were throwing 68. but Huh? Guys were throwing no, 68 you, to 72. miles. Well, they weren't throwing that hard. They were throwing hard. I don't think the... Yeah, uh, it's all relative to your I, era. I, I, do, I think the... Uh, progress of uh, the human reaction time has gone slower than the progress of how fast a human can throw a baseball. No, I don't know about that. Next. Ozzie Smith. Errors plus doubles. Errors plus doubles. Yeah. And he played how long? About 20 years. Well, no. How long did he Do play? I, have to go th- I mean, you know about how long he played. He played uh, about Two 17 decades. years. So I'll say doubles. Uh he had about three hundred and seventy doubles. Maybe He's more. A 19 year player. Three hundred I'll give him four hundred doubles and a hundred errors. Five hundred. Mm. You were so close on doubles. Four oh two. Uh two hundred and eighty one errors. No, not Ozzy Smith. In nineteen years? I mean, he got to every ball. Uh, yeah, 10 errors a year. That's what I said. I said 200 errors. Yeah, it's a little more. It's 281. Uh, Albert Pujols. I'll give you a hint on this one. Grounded into double plays plus hit by pitch. And he's the all-time leader in uh, grounded into double plays. He batted a lot, and he's not and very he's fast. Uh, he grounded into, in 22 years, he probably grounded into three hundred double plays and was probably hit by pitch a hundred times. Uh four hundred. You're so close on some of these hundred and twenty-three hit by pitches, but four hundred and twenty six really? double play balls. Wow. Yeah, the guy could not get down the line particularly. We'll take it. You quick. know that? Yeah, I know. Well, they're not you know what they're not gonna talk about when Albert's the first ballot. Not gonna ball say that on inductee? his plaque? He's not gonna get up and talk about. Man, those double plays I hit All-time into. All-time leader in... I know, they're not, you know, nobody's going to bring it up. Well, maybe. No. They, they, nobody will ever talk with Albert Pujols about that for the rest of his life. I mean, you would hope not. But it's and hard. And if they did, you know what he'd be justified in doing? Punching them. Punching them in the yeah. mouth. You love the thought of I people I do like the idea of him punched. punching someone. No, just anybody getting punched. There's something unresolved with you. Did you... Get punched no, I yourself. Punched, i punched Yadier Molina. Sack bunts, caught stealing. Uh, sack bunts. I used to bunt. He used to bunt more in the day. Probably thirty sack bunts, and probably he didn't steal that many times. Probably twenty-five. I'd say in the neighborhood of sixty. Uh, forty three caught uh, sacrifice bunts, thirty seven caught stealing, eighty, eighty. Yeah, I should have gone up a little bit. Next, <laughs> I don't like this one. I'm gonna skip it. No, go for it. Okay, I'll, how you know, much I'll, do I make? Is that the next one? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, how dare you? On on public I didn't ask, radio. Well, it's you said it was public information. Uh, home runs for Ted Simmons plus as a Cardinal or all his all career. Time. Plus, you have to add up his MVP finishes. So if you finish 10th... Well, the dumbest... I know. I told you he was dumb, but you wanted it. Uh, so if you finish 10th, that's 10. Uh, he was in the MVP discussion probably six or seven times. He probably got votes that often. Uh, never was a top three, I don't believe. So I'll give him 40 points for that. And then I'll give him... Uh, Three hundred homers, so three forty. Very close. Three thirty five. Well there you go. Two hundred and forty eight homers, eighty seven if you add up his MVP finish. Well, there you go. So yeah, it doesn't matter how you get there. No. Bob Gibson. I'll know everything about it. Hit him. batters. I know it. Plus wild pitches. Uh hit batters plus wild pitches. Uh well he was you know, he was wild early in his career. Um, and he pitched for a long pitched time, a long time. So wild pitches, let's say he pitched for 17 years, probably had average 10 a year, uh, maybe more. I'll go with 200 there and I'll go with hit by batters. He didn't hit that many guys. Uh, I'll go with 10 a year there. I'll say it right around 400. He only hit 102 guys. And he only threw 108 wild pitches. Well, there you go. 210. Wow. I know. You know, I was thinking of the other night. You say you can find anybody. Get Larry Jaster on this show. All right. Former Cardinal. Because you know what he did in 1960. Yeah, I've, we've all heard No, it. no. Tell, me what, tell and... me what he did. about the Dodgers. Tell me what he did through two games he against the Dodgers five shutouts in one season against the Los Angeles Dodgers. Yeah, that's right. Who by the way won the National League pennant that year. Not not like Terry there were a buncher still alive. Hold on. Yes, he's 80. Uh from oh, Carmel, Indiana. We'll find him. Here's the thing about that. It's unbelievable. It truly is. He beat he beat Claude Osteen twice. He beat Don Drysdale twice, and who's he? Didn't beat Koufax. He never met, but he beat Don Sutton the other time. So you're talking about Drysdale and Sutton, Hall of Fame pitchers. Claude Osteen, not that far off, good pitcher from being a Hall of Fame pitcher, household name, and Larry Jaster five times in his five starts. And by the way, they were all complete games. Well, that's what a shutout is, right? But that's that's remarkable. There's nothing in baseball, in my opinion, that even approaches that. Well, we're going to get a Larry on. He should be a household name. We should be talking about him every year, because that's just incredible. And if a guardian had done that, I you think wouldn't it, know I what to do. I think a guardian has done that. No, five shutouts. I got against it. Against the same team. Yeah, I know, and a mound that was 12 feet off the ground. Adam Wainwright. Jeff, you sound like a moron when you talk. (laughs) Seriously, that's just the dumbest thing. Adam Wainwright. What about him? Complete games plus strikeouts per nine innings. Strikeout per nine innings, he'd be right around eight. Complete games in his career, he'd probably be in the 15 years, four per in the 45 range. 53. 35. I don't believe it. 0.4. 28 complete games. 7.4. I don't believe it. Here's a tough one for you. Well, give me Larry Jaster. I don't have a Larry Jaster. Shutouts, Shutouts against the Dodgers. Right. Plus times you've talked about it. 45. 73,000. Why, why do you think I talk about it as much as I do? And that I haven't talked funny. about it in a long time. I know, but it was funny. What'd you say? Plus times you've talked about it. How many times have I talked 000. about it? So he's seventy-two thousand. No, know, how many times? How many times have I talked about it? Enough. When's the last time you think I mentioned Larry Jaster? I don't know. Probably ten years ago. No, you've mentioned him on this show at least three times. So every five, every three years, every two and a half years. I went back and I went back and looked at every box score. Of those five games, and Larry Jaster didn't do a whole lot after that season. Right, he was a good pitcher, uh, but he was a great. I, I don't know. It's just it's it just blows my mind. I don't know why you can't revel in that I, with I've, me for I a think moment. It's great, and we'll get as I said. I'll find Larry, and then you'll be like Mister Jaster. What you did is so unbe- unbelievable, and and you'll well, change your tune. I love baseball. Yeah, and then I'll have to tell him. You know, Larry, when we were talking about this the other day, Jeff mocked it. Jeff made fun said of you. Pitched from sixteen me, feet away, twelve feet in the air is what I said. Next, Rogers Hornsby, WAR plus on base percentage. Well, his on base percentage was sky high uh, over his career, over four hundred. I'll say I'll give him four uh, ten. And war, I'll give 130, so 540. Pretty close, 554. How about that? 127 war, 427 on base. How good was that? Pretty solid. We got one more. Oh, there's some. What should I do? Which one? Uh, I'll just give you the players. You can tell me which one you want. Carpenter, Chris Carpenter. Jim Edmonds, Lou Brock, Willie McGee, Ray Lankford, Enos Slaughter, or Dizzy Dean. Well, let's go to Lou Brock. Lou Brock, home runs plus caught stealing. Home runs for Lou Brock had some power. Uh, I guess in the 170 range for lifetime home runs, maybe maybe more. Caught stealing, he had, he tried to steal a lot, so he's probably caught. Uh, He's probably caught 200 times. What would I say for uh, home runs? 170-ish. I'll say 390. Caught stealing 307. What? Home runs 149. I don't believe you. For a total of 456. Well, I was close. Yeah, 390. You represented yourself well in that game. All right, there you go. Uh, we'll take a break. This is the Bob and Jeff Show, a Tuesday edition
1: KFH.